0: And welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 123. I'm your host, Kamran Shustar, and with me is... James Seelig. Happy Halloween, everybody, because uh, we're recording this on Halloween, but we're releasing this the day after Halloween. So also, to all my fellow Mexicans out there, Happy Dia de los Muertos, <laughs> uh, or to those that don't understand that, uh, Happy Day of the Dead. And yeah. that's like one of the few things I can actually say in Spanish, so... I can at least emphasize on that. I love saying it because of that fact.
1: Oh, you right you there. watched Coco too? <laughs>
0: I, I actually knew the phrase before that movie. I know, I know. I, I don't even... I don't... <laughs> I <fucking laughs> Did you know Disney tried to trademark Day of the Dead? No, wait, what? Apparently they tried to buy the holiday at a certain point for
1: the movie. That it's both shocking and not shocking at the same time i
0: learned it in this video that uh brandon Moncada sent just talking about disney adults and it was like the questionable (laughs) things disney has done recently or just recently compared to everything else they've done that's always been questionable but that was one of them and i'm like oh they tried to steal (laughs) they tried to steal from the mexicans okay great thanks disney (laughs) yeah so that's it kind of, it's like I like Coco, but that also kind of put things into a different light where I was like, right, fuck,
1: <laughs> yeah. y'all
0: really did try this shit, didn't you? But of course, this is Sutra Side Talk. Uh, we talk about everything we play and watch and uh, a bit of news here and there regarding games, movies, television and whatnot. And uh, this week, of course, since it is Halloween we're recording on, we wanted to get into some spooky talk today of... A lot of spooky watches and a bit of uh, Festival of the Lost Play and Destiny. Uh, the news this week will just be, I'd say, albeit brief, it'll be on the Lightyear trailer we got yeah. and news of the upcoming film Ballerina, which we'll get into. But uh, we'll be talking, I would say, the biggest things we're going to talk about today is probably what we do in the shadows, as I binged like, all three seasons and perfectly timed because i think the season yeah, three the finale season, came out like yeah, what two days three. ago
1: yeah just the other day yeah and I, I watched it like last night i think it's yeah good we'll talk
0: about that we'll talk about how uh the haunting of house hill house uh halloween kills of course i i saw that in theaters yesterday so i'm really excited to talk about that uh among a few other movies and the lost boys so we got we got a good amount of frightful things to discuss today it's gonna be really fun But, James, you ready to jump right into the news? Absolutely. All right, so let's start off with that Lightyear trailer. Uh, We we saw the new Pixar Buzz Lightyear film reveal, and I really didn't know exactly what it was going to be, and then I saw it, and I was like, huh, that's unexpected.
1: So what we were told beforehand, like I think they announced this on like an investor call or something like that. You can go back year.
0: to it. You'll find it. It's a two part episode where, uh, Brandon oh, that, was that. Point. that was that long oh, ass yeah. episode. Yeah.
1: And so like, all we got was that it was supposed to be a, a feature length movie based off of the character that the toy Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story was based off of. Cause I mean, it makes sense that like, Pretty much all toys are based off of something, unless it's like just dinosaur toys or whatever. Although I guess that's still based off, you know, dinosaurs. But so this is where it starts to get confusing for me, though, because we already had something like this. We did. I I was wondering
0: if you'd remember that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, back in the 90s, like there was a Buzz Lightyear cartoon show that I actually really, really liked at the time.
0: They started with a movie, a straight to DVD cartoon movie. And then it launched the show right after
1: Yeah, I think I probably rented it. But I think, wasn't it called Buzz Lightyear of Star Command? Something like that. And yeah, yeah, like I thought it was so cool that they were like, they literally made the show that Andy watched that like got him into Buzz Lightyear. And so in this movie doesn't seem to reference that at all. It doesn't even look, it looks nothing similar to that. It looks like, if anything, the very beginning of Star Command. Because if you... Like, notice, he's, he doesn't really start out with, like, the traditional Buzz Lightyear, like, I I guess, flight suit, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, by the end of the trailer, he's got it. So, it makes me wonder, like, are they building up to Starforce or Space Force or whatever it was Stark called? Command. We Stark just Command. said <laughs> <laughs> Space Force. Oh, my God. <laughs> Space Force. <laughs> this but, is yeah, actually
0: like... a secret Space Force recruiting video that the government paid Disney to do. And... <laughs> Actually, that actually doesn't sound that far-fetched. I'm going to be completely no, honest. It sounds actually pretty... This probably is a Space Force recruiting video for young kids that once they're older, they can just join Space Force.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's...
0: Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy guy. I'm just looking at something realistically simplistic, and that's realistically simplistic.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, on it's, like, it's a cool trailer, but also the one other thing that weirded me out is that after 25 some odd years of seeing Buzz Lightyear with just, like, the purple, uh like, cap over his head and having, like, a completely smooth head, it was weird to me to see him without that. And he's got, like, a full head of, like, styled hair and everything. And I was just like, it makes sense that he would have hair under there. But it's it's, I don't know. It's weirding me out. So...
0: I guess in regards to the old show and the movies and everything else, let's think about this. The show came out after Toy Story 2, the show and the movie. Mm -hmm. And that was back when we didn't really have much else. Toy Story 3 wasn't even a thought. And we were pretty satisfied with everything we were getting because it was still like, dude, Toy Story 2 was the only sequel for a Pixar Mm -hmm. movie. And we were getting all these cool Pixar movies. It was before... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was before... I don't want to say they've... I don't want to say they've declined, but I don't care as much when a pixar movie comes out anymore like i don't know that's fair i, I still haven't watched uh, luca and it's free on disney plus and i still haven't watched it same it took i, I was lucky to watch soul because it was I still christmas haven't time watched raya that's not pixar though that's like disney is it not yeah it's a disney movie oh
2: hmm, weird we yeah,
0: okay. yeah, haven't watched that either we were, we were supposed to watch we're we're you know maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll do that for november we were supposed to talk about those for a while now so that's finally something we can knock out too um all right but it feels like everything has kind of been... I, I, I feel like starting with either Brave or the Good Dinosaur, it didn't... I don't know. It felt like it was missing something. Like, it, there was something that... Either I think we were just older, or the messages don't feel as intimate anymore. I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. But that's that's just how I've felt. Like, if you ask me how all of these new ones Soul onward brave right it's a fucking whatever i don't even know they i might even forget some now cars three i don't even i don't know yeah i'm (laughs) I'm
1: looking it up now to see if cars was a pixar movie or not oh cars were yeah car okay yeah like planes that wasn't
0: the planes movies weren't
1: like i know the cars movies were super popular for like younger kids cars two was when
0: we knew they could bleed it was like oh pixar can make a bad movie we didn't know it until now yeah i (laughs) never got into any
1: of that series cars one was that it wasn't that bad I heard Cars one was fine. Yeah, and then Planes was just like no. Like I said, that wasn't
0: even that wasn't even main Disney Studio. That was the B Studio from Disney that they closed mm. down. The okay. Studio that studio was actually great. They made the Goofy movie movies, so that that studio was fantastic. They they did they were tasked with the Goofy movie and all those Disney sequels that were directed DVD. So like <laughs> a lot of the stuff they made wasn't that good, but they. It was what they were handed. Like, you know, when you saw them make something original, it was pretty fucking great. But then mm. usually they'd be like, this movie did great in theaters. Now make the shitty fucking sequel where Cinderella goes back in time. And someone's like, let's beat her with it. <laughs> like, <that's> fucking... <laughs> Cinderella 3. I want everyone to look at the trailer for Cinderella 3. Or just Cinderella 3, like, clips. I haven't watched it. I actually really, really want to because it looks so fucking ridiculous.
1: That, I don't think I even knew that there was a Cinderella three.
0: Uh, it's a weird one where like they go back and it's like an uh, it's a oh, an you alternate reality. They actually,
1: go back in time.
0: They, they, there's like a time thing. There's alternate reality. Uh, the prince jumps out a window. Um, they're like, what's... They they get like a sticker. A, I think they get the fairy's wand. And one of the sisters is like, what do we do about Cinderella? And she's like, let's beat her with it. <laughs> it <was
1: fun>. What? <laughs> you're fucking with me right I'm,
0: I'm i really want to watch this i'm not joking james this is oh a real my movie. god <laughs> <laughs> i really want to see it because it looks so fucking ridiculous like they really just said fuck it you want us to do sequels we'll give you a fucking sequel that you'll never forget
1: you wanted this
0: but all right back to actually light year so uh, yeah it's chris. chris evans instead of tim allen is voicing yeah,
1: buzz because tim allen is nuts now Was that why yeah, no, he's, like, ultra-conservative. Like, uh, the, his... I mean, not that that's, like... Uh, okay, yeah, I'm to not going to hate but, the guy because
0: he has a political preference. That's fucking no, stupid. No,
1: but it's, like, it gets to, like, kind of weird levels for him specifically, but... Whatever, I mean, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. All right. But I. that's the only reason I could think of other than, I don't know, maybe they did reach out to him and he was just like, I've got better things to do.
0: <laughs> I honestly thought it would be... It would make sense because Craft 7s would just make it more... Look at the tone and look at the way Buzz has been in every other version.
1: Also, it's just like, it's literally not really the same person. It's not. This this isn't Toy
0: Buzz and this isn't even Star Command Buzz.
1: Yeah, so I am totally fine with them having a different actor play Buzz Lightyear. I literally wasn't even thinking like, oh yeah, of course they have to get Tim Allen back.
0: It just looks like they turned Buzz Lightyear into a drama, an animated drama film.
1: A little bit. I will say, yeah. though, I am always a huge fan of when a trailer cuts, like, the right song to it. And them putting Starman to this trailer was, like, the perfect choice.
0: I mean, that's why it feels like they were stri- trying to make, like, a fucking animated Apollo 13 or some shit. I was like, ah, what the? Yeah, f-? that's what it is. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Are, you- are we really trying to do this right now? And it. All right. As someone that loves Toy Story to death. Mm hmm and loves I, I highly enjoyed the animated series like you know all the characters. i still remember the character's names i didn't have to look it up fucking xr the robot booster the janitor that becomes like another space ranger uh mira nova the blue chick uh i don't remember what, <laughs> she was like an alien and i think she was like a princess i want to say the
1: only thing i remember i think she was but like the only one of the only things i remember from that show is an episode where they go on vacation for like a day and they go to the beach and apparently her species because she they have like blue skin they don't tan they yellow <laughs> so oh. she just like turned yellow for an episode she got like a really bad sunburn what was buzz's partner's
0: name that betrayed him and worked for zerg
1: oh i don't remember
0: he was he was blue also i think but he had like a he had a goatee and shit something um, like that i just remember also then the movie the aliens are like buzz the unimine the unimine <laughs> uh so you know that should exist and i love that that would, actually i want to rewatch it if it's on disney plus i'm not even sure but Dude, how
1: cool would it be if they actually do reference like at least the alien species that, uh, but maybe like, maybe they meet them were. And, that'd be awesome so love
0: that that's the thing this show this could either be an origin to all of that or it's like uh it's something completely different and they're retconning the show
1: i could see that too so
0: i'll put it this way though does this feel like a necessary movie this feels completely unnecessary completely unnecessary 110 percent unnecessary will i watch this i am at that point i was telling some friends i'm exhausted with like movies and like especially movies because they there's a lot of them that garner because they you could feel the corporate bullshit and all this other stuff within Mm -hmm. them And it gets you exhausted because you're tired of getting angry uh, at stuff. Uh, Maybe they've done it wrong or they just... You could tell it's just money, 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 money. Yeah, and
1: it's like they're not making a movie to tell a story. They're making a movie to make money.
0: Yeah, and you feel the lack of quality and the lack of cohesiveness in a lot of them. Yeah. And with this one, I was looking at it because a lot of my friends were complaining about it. And I I, I felt like I was going to. And then I just went like, yo, I'm really exhausted. And... Out of all the movies I'm kind of annoyed about, this is probably the least offensive one. Yeah. And yeah. at the end of the day for this movie, I'm just like, if it is, if it has a good story and good characters, fuck it. I'll watch it like that. Yeah. That's my cat. That's my thing for it right now. Is it unnecessary? Yes. Will I watch it? If it's good. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, same. It's like I could have lived without this, but after watching the first trailer, it doesn't it looks interesting enough that I'm willing to go see it for sure.
0: Yeah. But that comes next year. I think it's what, June or something? Did they give an exact... They just said 2022 uh, on it,
1: right? Yeah, I think it was just 2022. Okay.
0: And then the other news. Uh, there's a John... So we already know there's like the John Wick Continental uh, three-part movie show happening. Yeah. And uh, we're getting John Wick 4. Is-, Is it 4 now or 3 or 5? 4 four okay so we're getting
1: four and <laughs> yeah john wick four in the matrix four were supposed to come out on the same that day it's gonna be such a fucking cool day uh now... na- known as keanu reeves day Dude, it's gonna be so good
0: but they're making a spinoff that will be a female uh led spinoff and it's gonna yeah. be called ballerina which
1: i think they hint at it in john wick three right Wait, did they because like i don't I know that the headlines were that this was like a John Wick spinoff, but I don't remember seeing Anna Darmus in these movies. No,
0: no, 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 Okay. Look at the title, Ballerina. And Uh remember in John Wick 3, when he's on the run, he goes to that woman back home or something, and she's got like all those, she like runs like a theatrical place with all those girls that are dancing. Yeah weren't those like ballerinas
1: oh you see what i'm saying there oh that's a good point i forgot about that Mm -hmm. Mm. there you go
0: you like i didn't even look shit up i just guessed it based on the name and it flashed back and i that makes just
1: me that makes too much sense if it's anything other than that i'm going to be very disappointed all right so now that we've established that but see that's (laughs) where you can
0: do that but the 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 big thing here is that anadarmus it sounds like we'll be starring in this film. And we had just done, if you guys listened to our Sutra Sidewatch episode 21 episode, we talk about No Time to Die. And we talk about how we would love a movie just with Anna de Armas
1: yeah, as Paloma. Literally, I think all three of us said our favorite scene in the movie, or at least one of our favorite scenes in the movie is when they go to Cuba. And Anna de Armas is the like contact that Bond meets there. And she's like, kind of like nervous, but like- Very also, ditzy. We- very like a little bit ditzy but also like wicked sexy and she can kick some ass like she destroys like a few dudes at once uh later when like shit goes down and we literally were like yeah i could see an entire movie where it's just her doing missions and shit that would be awesome it and was just like yeah, literally
0: people in theaters are sold 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: yes so, yeah i it just as soon as they were like anna de armis might do a um a john wick spin-off, i was like. Oh, well, tickets ticket sold immediately. The, yes please. <laughs>
0: yeah, so hopefully this actually occurs because I would be midnight showing IMAX, whatever. Just give give me. Yeah. Just give it to me, please. I, I just want it. That's that's all I wanted. That's it's everything it's all I've ever wanted to be Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> it's like it's like, what is like thirteen year old Sansa when she's talking to her dad? Uh... Oh my god. Yeah. So
1: I forgot how much I hated Sansa in those books. She's so stupid. <laughs> it gets better. Well, at least the, in the beginning. No, she gets better. Yeah. But, like, at least in the very beginning, she's very much, like, and I it's right, weird okay. to pick on a kid, but it's, like, she really was super naive in the beginning. Oh, big man, all you're picking on little children, <laughs> eh? Joffrey's not that bad. He's the prince. I want to marry him, Your dog's
0: dead. He
1: killed your dog. <laughs> It wasn't his fault.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. But, uh, fun fun fact. Fun fact. Sansa in the books is still in the fucking veil, and it's not her that marries Ramsey Bolton. Fun fucking fact for all of you. Yeah, that was
1: a weird thing. That was a very different thing in the show. (laughs) George Bum Martin is just fucking.
0: He's just fucking. That's it. That's all he does. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. All right. Uh, So that's it for the news. Ready to get into, uh,. the good yeah. stuff? All right. So I guess I'll start it off with uh, the Destiny news, or I guess the the game, the game gameplay, because the rest is just going to be movies and shows, I think. Okay. So we got Festival of the Lost again in Destiny 2 this year. But it's a little bit different, and I'm very happy that it's different. You know, previously we've had the uh, maze, like the, the... The Haunted Forest. The Haunted the, Forest. They
1: basically yeah. repurposed the uh, Infinite Forest in... Uh... Mercury. mercury yeah but mercury ain't a thing anymore
0: yeah so they we had to like run through all that shit and there was like a giant death knight that chased us and i honestly yeah. thought the death Knight was the coolest fucking thing and i just really yeah. wanted to fight it and get some crazy prize for killing it i always thought that would have been the coolest meta thing but they didn't do that
1: it ended up being more like kind of nemesis in uh the resident evil games where it's just like x go through it to you. Buck, no yeah. <laughs> They just throw in like one super strong enemy that you can't kill. You just have to run away from. Yeah, which is kind of neat for like a, a spooky type theme. You ended up
0: you now. have to kill that knight and other shit though, and fucking what shattered yeah. throne uh, dungeon and um, some of the what do you call them the. I don't remember what they're called like the when, when Everything's cursed and you have to jump through the portal and do all that shit. I don't remember anymore. It's been forever Oh, it's all forsaken era stuff But yeah, you get the like the hidden chests and stuff all that kind of thing the ascendant plane stuff Ascend- Yeah, the ascendant realm. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Um, they'd be there, too So i've seen them there before But yeah, we didn't get we we got like a version of that in there and i'm just like can we just gotten one of those on steroids? That we could kill I thought that would have been great <laughs> anyway needless to say i think we only had it for two years maybe maybe three i think it was just two something years. something like that though. it's been
1: the same thing for like, at least a couple of years in a row
0: and it was fucking boring i'm gonna be honest i got really tired of it very fast i it liked got... it the first year because i was like yeah.
1: oh wow they could actually use the well, yeah, the, lost, it was new. the infinite forest in like an actually interesting way
0: and then year two <laughs> came and it was like it's like oh this okay, kind of this kind of good... blows i'm really tired of this already like i don't want to i really don't want to do festival of the lost right now because of this and they didn't really give you, I think the only cool thing, like the first year you got Horror Story auto-rifle, the second year you got the uh, Braytech Werewolf auto-rifle, which w- honestly the design itself was just really cool. It was like a blue auto-rifle, and I think I got a long sleeve t-shirt for it. But the new version, because yeah, Mercury has been vaulted, the new version is Haunted Lost Sectors. And in this version, you go through, I believe, three different ones. There's one in Europa that's the Vex one, there's one on the moon, that's the Hive one. And then there's one, I wanna say Nessus is the Fallen one. I could be wrong, I already forgot where it's at exactly. But it's three specific lost sectors and you're fighting Fallen, uh, Hive, Vex, and you wanna stand on these circles to summon the, haunt, the, the headless ones. And you summon a headless one and it's just that a giant hive knight with a jack-o'-lantern head
1: oh that's interesting
0: it's actually (laughs) really cool and you have to kill a shit ton of those as many of those as you can so you're not running through all those mercury rings remember how you had to like rush through and like capture all those points and keep going Mm -hmm. in this one it's like you stand on the the summoning circles and you summon those and your goal is to kill as many before time runs out and then once time runs out like Normally, I'd say, like, the average player will probably get anywhere from, like, 7 to 10. And then time will run out. And then uh, you will have to fight a boss. If it's the Hive, it's a wizard. Or, or yeah, it's like a Hive witch or wizard or whatever. If it's a Fallen, it's going to be a big old captain. And if it's a Vex, it's going to be, like, a Hydra. And when you do it, it has, like, three bars. And you take out one bar... All these enemies get summoned and you have to stand on two circle. You could stand on one to two circles to summon more uh, headless ones. When you kill them now, they have little orbs you can use to take out the shields that are holding the boss. And then uh, you do that. You take out another third, and then there'll be up to three circles this time. And you you only have to step on one and summon one and kill one to take down the shield. But if you can get more, you know, it increases the amount of headless ones you killed in that match. Mm. So, like, it's basically giving you up to five extra post-time, depending. Like, you could basically minimum take out two, max five, which is actually really cool. And I always try to do it. Like, you'll just run around. You don't even bother killing them. You just start trying to summon as many as possible. So then you have a fuck ton of headless ones running around trying to kill you, and you're probably, like, dying left and right just trying to summon more so you're like i just want the count up because once the count's up and the timer runs out you can still kill them all but you have at least maxed out the amount you can try to get and they you know they spawn the candies and stuff but they did that and it's really cool and the whole thing with it is glint is with you this whole time you don't see him but he's talking and he's like i want to see the headless ones wow this is crazy (laughs) and iquora's like oh you saw the headless one it's like yeah they had crazy jack-o'-lantern heads and it's like i thought they were headless happy fast all the lost <laughs> or like Petra will call and like we're fighting headless ones and she's like i don't know why i, I bothered calling um bye <laughs> she just doesn't want any of it but it's just glint being like wow that shit's crazy and a cool thing about it is besides that like you know you're getting all the candy and you're trying to get this year's masks and stuff the weapon this time is a legendary pulse rifle called the jurassic green i want to say So, it's a cool Jurassic, you know, this year's theme is dinosaurs. So, you get a Jurassic uh, Park style, like, kind of, I want to say modeled after the Jeep, uh, Pulse Rifle, and then uh, the three cosmetics are a Hunter, Raptor, a Titan, T-Rex, and a Warlock, Triceratops. I got the T-Rex and the Raptor, which are so fucking cool. And then... uh, Another thing is the spectral pages. So you do all these different activities to get these book pages. And they're like a fraction of what you need of a manifested page. So it's like a whole thing where it kind of causes you to grind for it a little bit. Or you just do your activities and you'll get them through it. But you'll get all these spectral pages and you have to take them into then the Lost Sector and it'll turn into manifested pages. And then you'll go to this book by Eva Levante and you basically will get these lore pages and it is like a whole on like lore book that isn't it's another new lore book for uh like your lore in destiny 2 and there is so many fucking so this is where it gets grindy there's a lot of pages like the first time it's like oh you spend like three pages to get one or one uh lore piece and then it's like oh you spend five and then like the last 15 is like you spend nine and you think about it and you're like oh
1: for 15 yeah like
0: wow so it's a lot you have to get a lot and it's basically just keep playing and i think it leaves on tuesday and i need about 65 more pages to finish up so it's pretty much like or it leaves on monday night you know it's like on reset tuesday morning so i have basically today and tomorrow to finish it up but i'm just like fuck this is (laughs) this is a lot uh i didn't do any of the weekly stuff this week so and i'm still trying to get like the ornament for the rocket launcher, which they changed up this year. So I'm like pretty much going to be doing like strikes and Gambit and Crucible, like all the weekly challenges with all three characters to try to finish it up. But I do like the changes they did this year. Uh, Maybe the lore book is a bit more grindy than I wanted it to be, but I am at least happy with the change in activity because I think that's what we really need is something like that is to change that up a bit because otherwise it gets lackluster and you don't want to do special events like that
1: Yeah, well, i think that's the reason why people were kind of like ho-hum on solstice this year was like it was literally the same exact thing oh the, yeah last, last year Solst-
0: yeah, yeah wait are you talking about solstice of heroes or uh oh and i'm thinking solstice of the of dawning yeah, yeah yeah solstice of heroes yeah fucking boring, dawning yeah. hasn't happened yet yeah I- i'm glad they made solstice of heroes like short like i was happy you could do it fast because mm. i was yeah. like i want this done and I never want to see it again. And then I'm like, I did it. The armor is good to go. Vaulted.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. But yeah, that's that's really it for Destiny. So I like the new change for last festival. If you haven't played it yet, you basically got if you're hearing this now, you have one. You have this day to play it. That's it. Good luck. Yeah.
1: Good luck, James. I'll I'll definitely log on and buy those like awesome card like uh, costumes, though, like especially like the Raptor and the T-Rex ones are the best. <laughs> yeah, they're so good.
0: You better, better do it quick, though, before you run yeah. out. All right. On to the movies and shows. So uh, I figure we can alternate between it. I don't know if you have extra
1: ones that I didn't talk about. No, I'm, it's going to be mostly your stuff this time. Because, like, I honestly didn't think I had to, like, do a bunch of spooky stuff. Like, the only thing is, like, literally last night. I guess I could just, like, do this one real quick, I guess. Last okay. night, I started playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. Because, believe it or not, as much as I'm a fan of that series, I never got around to playing that. Mm. I bought it, like if i didn't buy it immediately i bought i think i oh, i've not played three or same. have you played three and eight yet i haven't played three either or eight or seven <laughs> uh but like two though i remember people saying it like when it came out it was like a masterpiece of a remake for this game and like i i'm only like a few hours in but like i can absolutely see it like mm-hmm. it's Definitely like I could see how when it came out, like the year it came out, it probably looked phenomenal. But like at this point, I'm like a little bit spoiled by PS5 graphics for certain games. So like people's skin look a little plasticky, but like definitely the zombies, though, are like creepy and terrifying. And it's interesting that they were able to take like even just like the basic generic slow shambling zombies and make them actually terrifying imposing enemies because, like, the way they shamble, it makes their head move around a lot. So, like, it's actually kind of hard to get headshots. And even if you do get headshots, it's not a guaranteed kill. Mm. Like, there have been times where I've, like, I have just keep hitting the same zombie in the head, like, over and over. And they'll, like, kind of look like they're about to fall over. And then they just, like, keep walking uh, forward. And it's just, like, the fact that... Even just one of these zombies, like a basic zombie, is difficult to kill. And if it gets close to you, it actually gets terrifying. Like they, I don't know, they, they did a really good job of taking a game that, like the first game was very corny, especially like the way the dialogue was uh, like done. The second game, it was still like PlayStation 1 era. So they they were kind of limited in their ability to portray the story seriously. So it's still kind of corny and there's a lot of like, Wait, why is this police station covered in, like, puzzles and shit? Like, that makes no sense. But, like, somehow for the remake, they're able to make it, like, actually a very serious and very legitimately spooky uh, theme. Like, I was actually... There were some corridors that I was going through last night that, like, I'm wearing my headphones. And, like, with the 3D audio, it's actually really, really immersive and creepy. Like, you'll hear zombies from like another room over and you're just like I hope they don't get me. Like I got to a point where the dogs start showing up and I'm like oh no, I can hear them in the distance. I don't like this. Uh so like I don't know, I'm just again, only a few hours in but already extremely impressed at the like actually scary atmosphere they were able to set up for this game that back when it first came out was like cheesy goofy scary at best i
0: guess you should have gotten on, on pc to get the uh dmx mod so whenever oh yeah no, mr I x have... comes close you actually start hearing the music come Where it's like x
1: gonna give it to you <laughs> and it
0: actually uh gets louder as he gets closer
1: dude like that's the other thing like i i've actually started looking into uh getting a pc a gaming pc at some point uh the and that's one of the funny things like i'm usually not into mods like i am one of those people that i actually prefer to play a game like as the developer intended i don't know why i just i really like being presented a a product and enjoying it as it's supposed to be intended at least at at the beginning Mm -hmm. but like I do really appreciate how many mods there are for Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remake to just, like, fuck with shit. And, like, one of the funniest ones is, like, I think someone, like, replaced uh Ms- Mr. X with, like, Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> it's, like, oh my actually God. scary.
0: That's, like, the Scarum <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine mods where you just Maybe see trains fucking flying around. And you're like, oh, my God. shoot, choo motherfucker.
1: So, so, yeah, definitely, like, if, if I had already played this game and was just, like want was in the mood to play it again i might download a mod or two like the the x gonna give it to you mod because i think i've seen videos of that back when it first came out and it made me laugh so hard all right that's cool man
0: i i was supposed to play a bunch of halloween games this month and i just lost track of time same dude it went from like yeah i'm gonna start this month to it's october 31st right now i'm like i didn't i didn't do one i was supposed to play the first game i was gonna do was resident evil uh rematch like the original one and finally jump into the franchise.
1: Dude, same thing happened to me. Like, I, every Halloween, uh, every October, I'm like, cool, it's spooky month. I'm going to watch a bunch of spooky shows and movies and games. And I just, like, I don't. (laughs) I at least did that a little bit. A little bit. Literally got to, like, Friday, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's the 29th. Halloween's in, like, two days. Oh, my God, I haven't done anything. Isn't it great? Isn't it?
0: there's always i always say there's always next year but i have a really good feeling about next year i really do i have a, I have a much better feeling because uh you know my backlog throughout quarantine i've fucking demolished a good amount of it and yeah. i honestly think i'll be a lot farther next year because especially with, all these fucking game delays have been helping me out too uh, yeah. so we'll see all right on we'll, we'll see
1: what, when february hits and like all of it comes cra- crashing down exa- yeah we
0: got four months right i think yeah. we got four months before that fucking horror time comes yeah. all right uh movies and tv so let me hit this one and then we can kind of do like one like shared and then separate shared separate okay so the oh. first one i want to talk about is the movie full moon and This movie I watched with the friends on our monster movie Thursday nights and it was very interesting because it's a werewolf movie about this guy who gets like he's on some expedition. He gets he kills a werewolf, but it bites him and he comes back to America in like Oregon, I think, or something. And uh, he's been living off like animals, but I think he accidentally killed some people. Mm. And he goes to live with his sister and nephew and they have a dog and he, he lives in like a trailer right outside the house that they're in and the the mom his sister is like this really tough as nails lawyer the kid's just you know your average kid and then there's like a dog and they the movie at first like we're watching it and we're like it's really weird it feels like the dog's the main character like it's like the dog knows the guy's a werewolf huh and the guy's just like don't follow me into the woods. The dog's like, I'm gonna follow you into the woods. The guy's like chained to the tree and he like breaks out and goes and kills the guy. But uh, the dog keeps like watching him, knowing like, I know what the fuck you are. You're a fucking werewolf and you're not gonna hurt my family. Weird. So the guy like works up a whole thing to get the dog uh, to bite him when he's human. So then the dog will get sent to a pound to get put down and stuff. Uh, The kid, of course, can't take it. So he goes to break the dog out of the pound well, he's gone though. The mom is like the, the, the mom is super suspicious of her brother and like follows him into the woods. And like, I guess that he doesn't get the chains on in time or he does, but they break off. And he's like, you should have listened to the dog. (laughs) And he starts chasing her. And the whole thing is like, the dog gets back and is able to fight off the werewolf until uh the werewolf like runs away with all his wounds the dog chases him finds the guy transformed back into a guy and the guy's just like finish it so the dog fucking kills him in his human form
1: wait what yep oh okay that's so i was like i was expecting the dog to like end up being some sort of werewolf thing too
0: nope no the dog just like is just man's best friend just like saving his family yeah it's crazy because the whole time we're watching it we're just cr- we're joking like oh the dog must be the main character and then the dog gets like taken to the pound and we're like oh okay so the dog's out of the picture and then you know the kid goes over there and we're like oh my god the dog's actually the main fucking character and then <laughs> we look really and interesting in the credits it's based on a book i forget what it's called it's like something the dog and the cover of the book is straight up the dog and it's like saying like There's a werewolf, and the only one who could save the family is the fucking dog. And I'm like, wait, so it's actually, the book is about a dog, and then they made a movie about it, and it's called Full Moon. It's fucking crazy. That's very your It's your average werewolf movie, and one thing I love about werewolf movies is the prosthetics and the effects they always utilize for the transformations and the actual wolf outfit itself. And this is a, it's it's definitely a cool one, the way they pull it off, but I I liked it. Uh we also we watched at the Alamo The Lost Boys, which I have seen before.
1: And I had never seen before.
0: And it's got like a young Kiefer Sutherland, it's got the quarries in it. It's like a whole
1: Dude, I it, think Kiefer Sutherland thing. might actually be a vampire because he looks the same like today, for the most part. I mean maybe it's the bleached hair that he had in the movie. Michael. But...
0: Come on, Michael, jump, uh, Michael. Let go. So... <laughs>
1: Like, it was a very interesting movie, but it, like I, the only thing was like I was a little bit confused by like it kept feeling like there were scenes like cut out of the movie for time or something, because like you, like the first night, seemingly the first night that Michael like goes off and he parties with the Lost Boys and like drinks some of the blood or whatever turn or what turns out to be blood, uh, he comes back the next day and he's like super hungover, he's got the sunglasses on, and. I assumed that I was just like one long night or whatever. But then the mom, when she comes to wake her son up, she's like, Michael, you're always in bed all the time. And during the day now, like you you party with your friends every night. I'm just like, wait, how long has it been? How It, has it does he been seem doing like a this? small time jump. Yeah. Yeah. Has it been? Has he been doing this for a while now? Like uh, and then later on and they, they kind of set this up a little bit, but like. Later on, when he goes to save his, like, vampire girlfriend from The Lost Boys, uh, which, God, vampire girlfriend sounds like... Maybe just because there's a band called Vampire Weekend, but vampire girlfriend sounds like a band, too. That's actually one of the singles. Uh, but, like, uh, he goes to save her, and, like, she's like, no, t- take the kid first. And he's like, wait, what kid? <laughs> and, like, I know they had the... Uh, the lost kid picture on the milk thing, like, once. But I just assumed that they ate that kid. I didn't think no, they, that they'd, they like, turned show the kid for a second him. before that.
0: Like, they, they show him a little bit before, like... Uh, was
1: that the kid that was lost in the beginning? Or was that the, a different the
0: kid? Milk, that was the milk carton kid, or the poster
1: kid. Oh, I, I did not make that connection until yeah, now. It was, okay. uh,
0: yes. And he wore a, oh. l- l- a fun little jacket. It looked like a fucking Civil War jacket for some reason.
1: I don't really know. Yeah. So, other than... Oh yeah, that was super funny when they like were like, oh, he's a vampire now, give him old-timey shit. <laughs> but uh yeah, other than like that that little bit of confusing, seeming like there was like shit cut out that maybe would have explained stuff better. It was a fun movie. Yeah. And I I love the double red herring of like Oh, no, the de- the dude, the boring dude that like our mom is trying to date is like maybe the head vampire because he works at a video store at night and he's like never outside. And the- anyway, and they do like a bunch of tests to like see if he's a vampire and he's like, fine. And then later, out- later on, it turns out he is the head vampire. And like, yeah, it's a, oh, it's yeah, a, no, a really good like. Oh, he he's thought like, he was the vampire. Oh, no, yeah. they're
0: the vampires. Oh, wait, no, he is the vampire.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, no, you invited me into your home. That negates all the like garlic and crosses and holy water shit, apparently. Yeah, that was. Like, oh, okay. That checks out.
0: I love the whole rules thing about it because also the. Because uh, uh, one Corey is the little brother, the other Corey is the frog, like one of the Frog Brothers. And the Frog Brothers are those boys that work uh, and run yeah. the comic book shop apparently i I love those two
1: characters they're they're just like yeah we're vampire hunters we're totally badass but they like seem like they've literally never seen a vampire for real ever yep
0: (laughs) it's hilarious because they act tough this whole time the minute they interact with the vampire they begin to scream and run away and then the only time they're brave against a vampire is when it's the ones that are weak and already dying like the the little boy and the the woman and he's like let's kill them and it's like wait you're literally being surrounded by other vampires that are actually threatening and then your first thought is to proceed to murder these ones that are literally (laughs) non-threatening what is happening
1: i love before they get like attacked at that night they they're like yeah no two vampires die the same way some of them explode some of them implode <laughs> some of them melt and it's just like that's very true that like literally sets it up that like later on there's just like literally every one of the vampires dies a different way like one of them falls into like a tub of like garlic water and just like straight up melts another one they like shoot a bow and in- through and like or an, an arrow through and it like launches him into a stereo and he like gets electrocuted and explodes and i love the line it's just like whoa death by stereo
0: that's so good uh, I, I love when they're like let's kill the little one first and it's fucking bill from bill and ted yeah and he's just hanging there he's like ah <laughs> it's fucking alex i'm pretty sure that was alex winter i have to double check
1: oh no it definitely was like Dude, that was so funny. I was like, holy shit, it's that guy from Bill & Ted. Uh, god, that was so fucking
0: Yeah, yeah, he plays Marco. Oh my
1: god, that's so fucking And good. he just like they stake him. He just like turns into a bunch of goo. Yeah, poor guy. He he, uh, he didn't see it coming at all. What, Imagine which, waking way, up
0: to he woke up dead. Yeah. Like that's dude. the actual like I woke up to die
1: i love how when they finally find them in their cave they're literally hanging from like a pipe like bats so good it's so fucking good
0: it's like they look completely human and then you just look up and they have fucking like bat talon things and you're like oh yeah. okay uh and the great the best part too is they just like fly around and eat people and at one point they actually do a service because they think there's like a bunch of neo-nazis partying playing oh, aerosmith yeah. dude that was so
1: funny because like we, I just thought that they were supposed to be like beach ruffian or riffraff or whatever the, what the you want to call them from the, the 80s. Be- beach hoodlums. <laughs> be- yeah, beach hoodlums. Like, so when like the credits were rolling and there was like a section that's like beach Nazi one, beach Nazi two, beach Nazi three, like all the way up to five. And I was like. Wait, they were Nazis? Well fuck them then. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was cause you just see these bald white dudes just partying at a beach playing Aerosmith. You don't you don't think, oh, these white bald dudes partying <laughs> at a beach playing Aerosmith or neo-Nazis. You yeah. <laughs> know, it doesn't dawn on you because you're not doing neo-Nazi shit. They're just partying on the beach.
1: So yeah, I just thought oh it was like God. such a funny thing that it's just, like you don't know until you see the credits and you're like, Well, wait a minute, what? <laughs> so fucking random
0: i i feel like that movie that it's such a fun movie like that movie is the epitome of just like vampire fun classic shit and the way that movie progresses though it really does feel like they had a roulette table and they just kept it was like next plot point or next scene would just be like something fucking random and that was like one of the best parts of it or the way certain characters would just act you're just like that why would you do that? Or at the end of the, the grandpa's like, Yeah, you know, the city's lousy with oh, vampires.
1: I forgot about that. I love that it's like the last line of the movie. It was like the grandpa comes back and he like kinda helps kill the last like the head vampire. And he just like gets out of his car, walk, like walks over to the fridge, gets a beer, and they're like, Grandpa, what's wrong? He's like, Yeah, one of the only things I could never stomach about living here in Santa War where? it wasn't santa cruz but it, it was, was like... a
0: sandy no San was is bill and ted uh yeah it was some made-up one because it's like but, it's santa cruz it is Santa Cruz. Yeah, it's filmed but in santa
1: like cruz. it was like a fictional version of that and he's like yeah one thing i couldn't stomach about living here all these years too many vampires and he's just like wait you knew
0: he doesn't his his daughter is about to get turned by a head vampire his grandson has already been like half turned yeah. and now they're proceeded to be attacked from all sides by vampires and he's just like well better better drive the car through the fucking house (laughs) it's so and and he keeps making the fucking taxidermy for the the younger grandson (laughs) i love like
1: by the end of the movie he's just like god i wish grandpa would stop leaving these in my room and he like opens his closet again it's like full of them (laughs) so good Uh, so fucking
0: good all right yeah the last boys if you've never watched that it's it is actually a classic like i always recommend that movie it's it's one of my favorite vampire films for sure i can't
1: think of another vampire movie that feels like anything like it it's just it's a very fun movie
0: it is it really is uh another thursday movie we watched was monster squad have you seen this one it's fantastic okay so i missed this one it's a really great Movie that incorporates all the classic universe, the universal monsters. It's like, oh, Van Helsing has a virgin read a thing to try to trap Dracula, and it doesn't really work. Like it, it's a crazy like limbo vortex that sucks up the virgin girl and Van Helsing and the other guys, but it doesn't suck up Dracula. He gets away. I think like it gets his like followers and stuff, but he still survives and uh, he lives in like a house in is it no he he still is in transylvania but somehow the he does the classic like you know how dracula travels on the boat to england or whatever
2: and mm-hmm.
0: this one he like flies in a plane his coffin's in like the cargo bay and the guy's like hey there's something alive back here and you just see dracula come out and he's like sayonara motherfucker <laughs> and just like jumps out of the plane with his coffin and the guy's like what the fuck <laughs> and he goes to like this small town because apparently that's where the um this gem is that is used for the ritual that also it takes like 500 years or 200 years or something for it to be able to work again. And it's like that day it's going to happen. So these kids that believe in monsters, they actually have like the monster squad. That's what they're called. uh, Find out about it. And Dracula starts like summoning all of his followers, which all of his followers are literally the uh, universal monsters so one dude's like you oh, gotta arrest me i'm a werewolf <laughs> <laughs> and he's like the wolf man he summons the creature from the black lagoon out of the water he summons the mummy he summons frankenstein so you got all these guys coming out and uh everything is done where there's like a there's a creepy german guy that all the kids are afraid of that lives in the house that no one wants to go to and at one point like I think the kids are trying to figure out what the, they find a book and they're trying to figure out what it says. And they're like, it's in German and they're trying to pronounce it. And all of a sudden you hear the proper pronunciation. They're like, thanks. And then they look up, it's the German dude. And they're like, (gasps) and then it shows them all in his house. Cause they were all freaked out. And it turns out the dude's like giving him pie and he's hella nice. And it's like, Hey German guy, where are you from? And he's like, Oh, blah, 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 blah. And, they're like, oh, so this ritual is kind of like a tattoo or something. I forget what they say, but he's like, oh, yeah, monsters are real. They just come in different forms. And I had to deal with my own monsters when I was young. And you see him, like, close the door and you look on his wrist and you see the numbers on him. And so you're like, oh, the German dude's a Holocaust survivor. Mm. And uh, which is really cool because he, he becomes like very, uh, He he's the one that ends up reading from the book to try to, like, trap Dracula in, through the portal. Uh, except they, oh, he, like,
1: so was he not making a statement that like you know monsters are real but he was he meant like human monsters he said monsters come in many different forms
0: uh, but he, he's like he I believes see. in monsters he's deal he's dealt with other mm. ones in the past okay but it's like the kids are trying to fight the different monsters frankenstein actually ends up helping him because like the, there's a little girl and he makes friends with her which you know at first <laughs> you, he sees the little girl and you're like oh wait i know what happens in this situation he fucking tosses her like a fucking football into the lake like in the classic version but no he makes friends with her and he pretty much joins the monster squad but wolfman i think wolfman gets through a lot of shit he gets blown up and still like comes back together because they didn't use a silver bullet uh dracula like brings his wives in he like captures three girls and turns them into vampire wives uh they get, like, one of the kids' older sisters to read the book because she's supposed to be a virgin. And they're like, why isn't it working? And she, they look at her and they're like, you're not really a virgin, are you? And she's like, it's not... It, I only ha- did with Brad and it's not supposed to count.
1: <laughs> it's like, that's not how that works. So just the- like, that makes me think of, uh, oh, God, the cabin in the woods movie where it's just oh, yeah. like I'm not a we virgin. needed a virgin it's like but i'm not a virgin it's like, we work with what we can get
0: yeah it's <laughs> so good it's <laughs> gurney weaver oh my god uh, but uh it, it's really funny like they do a lot of great jokes in it uh that at one point they kick the werewolf in the nuts and they're like the werewolf's got nards <laughs> and then they run away because <laughs> they're like how do we stop because he's getting close to them. it's like kick him in the balls and they're like, i don't know if werewolves have balls and then they hit him there and they're like he's got him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, he like falls on the ground. And they fucking bolt, but it's great. Like the mummy, the way the mummy dies—he literally gets on. Un- they're like driving in a car, and they catch the toilet paper or like the mummy, the toilet uh, paper, and they like just, unwind him. Yeah, they unwind him. Uh, I forget how they kill the creature. He just—it's just like oh, the threat of him. He's just a walking fish guy. All you gotta do is fucking kill him. Yeah. Whereas the werewolf is harder <laughs> to kill. Um dracula in this one though it's funny because he doesn't necessarily try to kill people it's really weird like it's it's all like the classic billagosi looking one and Mm. uh he just will be like give me the fucking thing bitch (laughs) he's like talking to a three-year-old girl and (laughs) she's like "Ah!" (laughs) but he doesn't kill it like he could have killed the pilots on the plane but he just says yo fuck you guys i'm out he doesn't kill like the kids when he grabs them he's just like he would be like give me the necklace or whatever He wouldn't just flat out be like neck break. Right.
1: Which a vampire could definitely do. So even though
0: he was very vulgar with people and calling them like bitches and stuff, at least he wasn't killing them on the spot. So it was like a a semi, a semi like, I guess, honorable. I don't know. It was it was just funny the way they do it. But it ends with like the army coming because they got a letter from like a eight year old kid. (laughs) <laughs> it was like draw like literally written by an eight-year-old kid and you could it's like fucking crayon and they're like we got this here letter <laughs> where's the monsters? <laughs> that's so they're rolling with a fucking tank <laughs> and they're like you missed it we just killed them and they're like what's going on i don't understand why were we called here and it's like why did you come because of a letter an eight-year-old wrote that said there was monsters invading the town in a crayon and how did the letter get to the army yeah it's really good it's really good though it's such a fucking great classic movie uh highly recommended 80s movie but yeah monster squad next up uh should we talk Hmm. should we talk what we do in the shadows yeah sure okay so i watched all three seasons of what we do in the shadows and i think you've talked about
1: yeah i've definitely bit. mentioned it at least once before uh probably when i finished the first season yeah because by the time i started watching the second season i think you wanted to get into it yes yeah and, and then i, I watched God, Dude, it. this show is like one of those shows that like, very rarely can a show get me just like actually laugh out loud laughing in like, every episode consistently yeah. yeah
0: i've never like this this show is it's like three seasons each season's 10 episodes and They're like 30-minute episodes, a little bit less, and they are just so fucking hilarious. They somehow make you laugh each goddamn time. It's crazy.
1: Even, like, just from the very beginning, the idea of it being, uh, like, kind of like the office where there's, like, a camera crew, like, an actual camera crew following these vampires. The Baron eats the the boom guy. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, the first, from the first episode where, like, a, like, an elder vampire shows up called the Baron, and he's just, like, starts eating one of the camera crew and he just he notices all the others he's like wait a minute who are all these people what's going on it's like oh yeah it's called it's a show we're doing a show (laughs) and it's just so funny he also like he eats their familiar yeah oh that's what it was yeah that's right that's how they lose their familiar in the beginning yeah and they just like never
0: replace her they well they try to and what i think it was like the second season did they yeah because they get um they keep trying different familiars and each one somehow dies ridiculously.
1: I love that like Laszlo just keeps calling Guillermo Gizmo. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, man.
0: I'm gonna the, go massive. Where is that gizmo? I I love every everything about this show is just great you it's such an amazing dynamic you have well, guillermo I love, who's like this mexican kid who wants to just be. he's like, like they're familiar he wants to
1: be a vampire so bad
0: so fucking badly and it turns out he's like a uh a, a descendant of van helsing so he yeah dude instinctively that was like the funniest. A great vampire slayer
1: he's just like he's literally just like somehow accidentally good at killing vampires like the by the end of the first season where like, I laughed so hard specifically when they're doing that like getaway or whatever or he's like running away from like a bunch of vampires that are trying to kill him and he like lifts up a cross oh the- <laughs> and then like one vampire just like gets like scared away by the cross and it backs up into like of like a piece of wood that Guillermo had like accidentally broken earlier in the episode and they were like he was going through the uh, tunnels and he, like, stakes the vampire and kills it. And i was just like, oh, my God, he wasn't even trying.
0: I think the best is the vampire assassins that keep coming to the house. Yeah, And it's just, just straight them. up vampire. Like, they got the vampire face with the ears. And they just, like, run in there. Or, like, because the... that was, like, one of the familiar episodes when they get, like, I forget what his name is. Oh, he opens yeah. the door and just is like, oh, what's up, guys? And lets them in to just go murder them. And yeah. the face basically... He just keeps killing all these fucking
1: vampires, and like without anyone even noticing either.
0: It's so great, uh, and you... it's just like
1: the idea that he's the fear, uh, the uh, familiar for essentially Vlad the Impaler. Uh, I mean, it's his name is like Nandor the Relentless or whatever, but he's definitely supposed to be like that. Like the vo- vo- uh, oh, I forget what the name of the country Vlad is. Tepes of Transylvania, yeah, Wallachia. <laughs> Well,
0: well, the thing is, uh, Nandor is
1: Persian. Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Even the so the cool thing about it is, all the actors are reflective of what the vampires are from. Like Nadia, the actress for Nadia is supposed to be like Greek, Uh, and Nadia is supposed to be like a Greek vampire. Nandor Mm. is like a Persian vampire. He's like from a small area that became part of Iran.
1: I just, I love Colin Robinson. The like emotional vampire oh my god he's just like the most boringest dude energy vampire (laughs) energy vampire that's what it was Uh, he does eventually come across an emotional vampire at work and that was like one of my favorite moments in that show like he has like two of my favorite like side stories in the show was the
0: one where he got promoted
1: yeah the one where he got promoted and he like finds out that people have to listen to him now and so he's just like constantly feeding like, it gets to the point where he's, like, yeah, I can feed on people with, like, his one hair. word. His yeah, he, like, hair gross. He, like, runs his hand through his hair at one point, it, like, when he's bald. And, it like, just hair just shows up. And it's just, like, he's, like, oh, yeah, I could fly now.
0: He's just barely <laughs> levitating, but it's, like, more than he could do before. Because he has to take doing, the bus everywhere. Yeah.
1: He's, like, doing finger guns at people. And, like, even that is enough to drain. them. They just fucking fall down. <laughs> yeah. And, like he literally fed on people so much that like nothing got done and that business went bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to another, the
0: best part is the way he works for it is he goes to a play. He doesn't even work there and they don't notice. And somehow he just like, it's like Creed in office a little bit. Yeah. Right? It's like, Creed doesn't even work here anymore.
1: Does he? And like, yeah. And then there's the other episode where like he, like his usual way of feeding is he just like, like you said, he goes to like a random office and just like kind of, finds an empty cubicle and pretends to work there and he just like bores people to (laughs) to drain their energy from them but uh he comes across an an emotional vampire at some point and she just like tries to guilt people into feeling bad for her all the time and then they have that like vampire battle after work one day where like he's trying to bore her she's trying to make him feel bad (laughs) and like they literally start floating and like just I don't know like all the wind that was happening it was like they tried to make it super epic and they're just talking I just thought it was so funny
0: I also love like the way vampires are when they fight they just start floating and yeah (laughs) just the floats and then they're they're banging bearing their fangs all the time that shit is
1: and it's so fucking good they introduce werewolves in one episode and like I love when they they throw (laughs) they win that fight by like they have like the biggest werewolf show up and he like wolfs out and he's like 10 feet tall and like nandor just like throws like a squeak toy off the building and he jumps to his death <laughs> oh no no his death he's like fine but like he definitely he like definitely lost that fight i just oh, i love so the funny. werewolf
0: when they play the kickball match uh because nandor yeah. there's like that woman he loves and uh, they keep playing kickball on the wolves, like, one of the wolves trying to bury the ball and all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so st- I love it because it's all these people that are
1: supposed to be like werewolves, but they just keep acting like fucking dogs. Yeah. Oh my God. And then, then there's so like good. an episode where they introduce ghosts or a thing and Lazlo's like, I'm telling you, I've been alive for 300 years. There's no such thing as ghosts. <laughs> and they like actually just see their own ghosts.
0: They freak out. Yeah, it, was, it like, who was the
1: first ghost
0: it was um
1: oh yeah there was like definitely one that proved that it was real and then Lazo was like wait a minute does that mean we have ghosts because we're technically dead yeah <laughs> so our who... souls have to be somewhere
0: who was the first ghost i can't remember who oh it was yeah. um gregor it was the ghost of Gre- nadia's oh, boyfriend yeah or what I mean. that's right. what it was. nadia <laughs>
1: oh god that was so funny um, and it just, i love Laszlo's whole thing where like they they're trying to help each one of their ghosts like finish their unfinished business and like, oh. i love nadia just <laughs> like puts her ghost into a doll and just like pals around with her for a while she never leaves like, she's still there yeah she's still there but like i even love to st-
0: i honestly love nadia doll because it's like it just looks yeah. like a nice little doll and she just like still talks like nadia
1: it, she's just like there every once in a while and then like i like nandor i He just had to like reunite Nandor's ghost with his like horse or whatever. The horse ghost. (laughs) And then like uh he he forgot how to speak. It's been so long. Yeah, it's been so long. He couldn't speak ancient Persian. Yeah, he couldn't speak his native language anymore. (laughs) But uh, yeah, then like was like, you see, when Nadia turned to me, I was in the middle of copulation and I couldn't quite finish. (laughs) It's just like, so he's gotta finish his own ghost. it's like where's your ghost we 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 took care of it he's like don't worry about it it's fine he's gone now it's
0: great because Nadia's and uh Nandor's last like very long like they're there pretty much the whole episode whereas Laszlo's is just there for like a scene and all I get
1: to do is just jerk him off and then it was over dude like Laszlo like I don't know why he might be one of my favorite characters just like he has so many little quirks that I that just like get me. Like the fact that every time he turns into a bat, he bat. has to say bat. <laughs> so just like every once in a while, he's just like bat, and he just like flies away.
0: I I also love like they they introduce other. They, there's like the 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 witch doctor guy that makes the zombies, and he just has like a oh, sweatshop yeah. of zombies that make fucking name tags. Yeah. Or um and that was fucking uh that was what's his face benedict wong that plays uh oh yeah yeah that was the plays. is any play was it wong is it actually just wong i forget oh uh, yeah yeah or benedict i don't know anyway or wait benedict i, I don't fucking know I, I forget the actor's name and the character's name at this point i don't know anymore but uh they got him they got uh the, the witches, when they kidnap them on the brooms, they use... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. They just catch them, and they're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so fucking funny, and it just turns into a... Cur- what was it, like a... We need their semen. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> and then they're like, we don't know if we want Colin Robinson's semen or not. We might just leave him, because I don't think it's that good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, God, this show is so funny.
0: There's so many good things about the show. And I love the way season three ends. It- it's so ridiculous. Especially it's like, oh, I got you got all the Oreos and shit. Yeah, cool. You're
1: going in Then, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, it- I feel so bad for Guillermo because he finally was about to get what he like wanted for so long. And then like is just like, never mind. <laughs> and Nandor straight up thinks his friend abandoned him
0: yeah oh man it's just last because now he's got a baby colin robinson it's
1: so weird yeah
0: which i love when they're like colin robinson's still alive and he pushes his hand yeah. through his face
1: <laughs> it's just like it's like he's like <laughs> an empty shell full of goo and yeah. it's like oh gross what
0: <laughs> yeah uh it's a slight spoiler for season three but you find out i guess like energy vampires have a lifespan of 100 years but they just reboot they they it's like a weird themselves. phoenix yeah it's a, a fucking weird boring ass phoenix yeah
1: i love like the baby already has colin robinson's face and he's like holding glasses
0: yes oh my god uh, so fucking good i love that laszlo takes it upon himself to do this he doesn't tell anybody yeah. anything about this and at like, all. he
1: even abandons nadia uh to like take care of him because he's like nadia you'll be fine
0: but this baby i don't know i mean he gave her guillermo which she i think she hates yeah. him i'm pretty sure so that's yeah she's be... never
1: been that fond of gear
0: yeah i don't know why neither is actually colin robinson either it's like only unless i just treat some like shit half the time yeah. but oh man yeah what a what a fucking good show what a what a great show i gotta say. yeah all right definitely watch. It, i think honestly it's probably the i want it's one of the funniest shows of all time i want to say yeah it's Cause...
1: definitely like it's absolutely up there for me taika watiti
0: top... i've never seen him make something Dude. bad he I love, actually he shows like a up, fucking like, instant w- oh he comes they, like the whole the whole crew come back from the movie yeah, for, as the council also,
1: oh yeah the vampire the vampiric council full of, like literally i forgot about that in like the first season wesley it's snipes like, tilda, <laughs> <It's> swinton.
0: On, <laughs> tilda swinton <laughs> and what's her face from uh uh dolores in westworld is there yeah no You've there's got like Danny literally... Trejo as Danny he's like eh, yeah. I'm Danny the
1: vampire it's literally like anyone who's ever been a famous vampire before just shows up again. It's like, whoa, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> it's ac- like Wesley Snipes is actually just Wesley
1: Snipes. And then like in, in the third season, oh, what was the actor? Donald, she-
0: uh, he's from, you know, he, he what he's, cause he's, he's in uh, be, he's Gotham. In, yeah, he's Harvey Bullock in Gotham. Uh, let me, hang on, let me pull it Donald up. Donald Loeb yeah donald lobe
1: and he's just like yeah i'm literally just donald lobe <laughs> and he's just like, like
0: yeah i just you know everyone really liked me in blade and then so they made me a vampire and then yeah. i love that he's actually probably the youngest vampire yeah, and he's already on like the supreme council
1: <laughs> yeah god and yeah just i love that taiko matiti was like one of the like super leader vampires like all the way in i guess england <laughs> Yeah, I get cuz it's supposed to be used from New Zealand.
0: Yeah. And when they cuz it's like that whole house, all three of them are there. Like they do talk a bit the other two.
1: I love well. it like because they're so old, they just like they do use technology but they don't quite get it. So they're sending tapes like VHS tapes <laughs> with like horrible quality and he's like Nadia, if you want uh, this like job on the vampire council, send your letter to like this place and he's like it'll find us eventually. <laughs> so
0: fucking funny so good what a good show highly recommended guys highly highly absolutely i can't think of honestly a show that's funnier right now that's like that's currently going uh but all right next uh singular movie was the howling and the howling dude okay this fucking movie i I, it turns out there's a bunch of howling movies there's like five of these
1: yeah i know more about howling Two because it's it's got christopher lee
0: right yeah, <laughs> your sister's a vampire, uh, werewolf, or some. My friend was telling me we we're watching it. He's like, "This is so weird because Christopher Lee's in the second one. He's like a, a a werewolf hunter." And I'm like, "Good to know." Yeah. Uh, th- this one is interesting because it's a it's the werewolf community movie. Which what I wasn't really expecting this. So weird. There's like yeah, a news anchor didn't that didn't think that yeah. There's a news anchor that makes herself bait for a serial killer. And the serial killer turns out to be a... uh, a, I keep thinking vampire right now. Shit. Turns out to be a werewolf. And it fucks her up. uh, Like, it fucks up her mind a bit. So, she's, like, mentally just, like, destroyed by this. And they think he's dead. And her and her husband are advised by a therapist to go to this, like, mountain resort to uh, just take some time off. So, they go there and... Uh, The therapist is there too and it's like these weird people and one chick is like really woodsy witchy and you're like she's really weird but it's also kind of it's it's like she's that attractive weird witch lady and she starts trying to seduce the husband and it doesn't really work he actually like doesn't take it but then she goes and turns into a werewolf and attacks him to turn him and then he's like well I'm a werewolf now let's fuck (laughs)
1: okay yeah it
0: like kind of controls him and me in the meantime like there's two other news people that i guess worked with the woman who are trying to figure out like look more into this and they're like what if there's like werewolves or something and it's funny because they go to this bookstore to like find out more about like the history of werewolves and what they do and stuff and this guy's like yeah you know we get stuff about this one dude for some reason had me order these silver bullets like a case of these silver bullets and never picked them up and it's like well isn't that convenient for the plot it's pretty fucking convenient for the plot like
1: who would order silver bullets and not pick them up that shit's got to be expensive right
0: exactly and it's 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 so random you're just kind of like oh i see how they i guess they're putting this in this like that all right and there it's like a couple and the woman goes to like help the news anchor at the resort and she goes there and she actually starts discovering this shit and she actually fights off one of the werewolves and like cuts off its hand but then the serial killer one comes back and he's like, I'm not dead. And she's like, oh, fuck. And it kills her. And uh, the crazy thing is they end up, I want to say, one of them bites the news anchor. And she is okay. Like, she she didn't turn yet. But the guy gets there with the bullets and starts killing all the werewolves. And I think... They don't kill all of them, but they he's able to, like... It's funny, because uh, some of the roles just use guns still. And he shoots one. And they're like, well, come on, get up. And, because he's like, I got silver bullets. I'm like, you don't got no silver bullets? Because it's a weird assortment of people. You have, like, this British doctor, therapist man. You have these this weird woods witch woman uh, that's, like, a super seductress. You've got, like, these hillbilly guys. You've got weird, like, regular... Kind of almost feels like... 80s suburban family people and they're just like you ain't got no silver bullet and then just proceeds to get shot and he's like (laughs) i'm dying it's (sighs) a silver bullet (laughs) and it's like you want more and he shoots like a, a few of them and then uh i think one of them gets in the car when they're trying to drive away and it's like the husband and they kill him and they get away though but It ends really interestingly because it's like, well, the world needs to know. How are they going to know? So the news anchor puts herself on the air and goes like, I'm a werewolf and starts transforming on the news. And then, uh, yeah, so they show it and then the dude goes and like shoots her uh, after to kill her because, you know, she's going to be out of control and stuff. So it's like her last act to do something. And then they like cut the air afterwards And they're like, well, that was weird. I don't think it's real. And it's like showing the bar because I think a bunch of them like Uh um, almost burned down in the barn because like they were in a barn doing like a ritual to either kill her or turn her. But the the woods witch werewolf chick is like at the bar, too. And she's like, I don't know. Blah, 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 werewolves. You know, you never know. And then she just smiles at the camera and the movie ends. And you're like, the fuck? Okay. so it was just an interesting like werewolf community movie and like it like there's still werewolves alive but some die and i don't know it was interesting it was just like another weird version of a werewolf movie but uh it was okay it did make me want to at least watch the second one because i've heard it's it got because it has like christopher lee in it yeah i heard it's weird because it's like a coven of werewolves
1: yeah that one gets like cheesy funny
0: okay yeah, so I definitely do want to check it out, though, in, in eventually. Definitely,
1: like, the queen werewolf
0: in that, though, is very hot. <laughs> yeah, that's that. what they, they the, the one in this one, like, they really do, they, they're like, oh, no, I'm going to get attacked by this werewolf, I'm going to try to run away, oh, no, I didn't bother moving. <laughs> it's like one of those, you're just like, well, I mean, it, it doesn't seem so bad to be a werewolf here, if, the, like, you're getting, this seems kind of like a good deal, I guess, I don't know. But yeah. I guess every now and again, someone dies. I'm not sure. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up. Let's see. All right. I guess let's hit. You want to do 30 Days a Night or The Haunting of Hill House first?
1: Uh, let's do 30 Days a Night. That one would probably be quicker.
0: Okay. So that was the last movie we watched for the Monster Movie Thursdays for October. And... Uh i haven't seen this in such a long time all i remembered or at least like when i first watched it i all i knew was oh cool the main character is the guy from black hawk down and oh, yeah. and i was like oh cool all right this is a very interesting take on vampires or at least a, an interesting strain of them i guess it you could feels say.
1: like more traditional i mean not necessarily like dracula um like really proper vampires but like They're literally just monsters.
0: Yeah, and I mean not necessarily monster monster because some you know they have the crazy transformations and they're like fucking giant bat monster things, but like these are like they turn very pale. uh, It's
1: like they literally all they do is think about consuming blood. That's yes, but they can. But they're still uh, still intelligent though, and so I love this. Yeah, and that's uh, true. They have their own language, and I just I really liked the idea of like well okay what's the like the clothing. most yeah they're well dressed the, yeah it's like what's the biggest weakness of vampires sunlight well why don't we just go up to like alaska to where there's like a town so far north that it gets an entire month of darkness every year let's just go there and fuck that town up <laughs> And yeah. it's it's a really cool idea for a vampire movie.
0: I think also the cool thing was that it starts off with like that guy walking from the boat and it's like the dude I guess they let live and he's just to like find the town or whatever, or lead yeah. them to like the next location. And the crazy thing and he is He was their
1: like Renfield type dude.
0: Yes. A disgusting Renfield. I think the idea dude. was
1: like he if he found like food for them, they would turn him and he'd be like one of them
0: i think he didn't want to though right he wanted to didn't he just want to die did he not i don't know maybe it's been a really long time so maybe i'm missing yeah he was like he wanted the humans to kill him because he didn't want to be turned but he didn't want to be fed on or anything like that i forget but uh it was interesting because they come on that cargo type ship like there's a ship that's just there and what i'm curious about is are they just perusing parts of alaska or did they actually come from the east Like, do you think they actually came from, like, Siberia, like, East Russia?
1: I got the impression that they traveled to that place specifically, but I don't know. They weren't super clear about it.
0: I mean, when you look at the vampires, you could see, like, one almost looks like a triad. Like, he's got that triad tattoo. But I could Uh, be wrong. He could be Russian mafia. You do feel like those vampires are Russian, though. Like, they're, like, old Russian. They definitely do
1: look, yeah, that, like area of europe i guess
0: yeah because also with the language they speak it's hard to say if it's like is that a vampiric language is that supposed to be some old russian language like it, it feels like something yeah. like that and the different like the way their i guess physiognomy is like they they have just teeth like it's not two vampire fangs. it's like all of their teeth are sharp as fuck yeah
1: they they have like retractable teeth over every tooth or something like that and
0: they got crazy like nail claws uh
1: am i, am I thinking of some other show. I don't know.
0: No, their teeth are always showing. It's just like long ass
1: fucking teeth. Okay. I think I sharp. I was picturing from uh, Supernatural probably.
0: Uh oh yeah, that, yeah, that's whatever. Uh then you got also like the eyes are like black.
1: Yeah, they're like just straight black.
0: And they're you know, their faces are super pale.
1: They have, like, kind of claws a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying. They have, like, big nails, claw-type hands because they could just tear people apart pretty much. Yeah, And they also have, like, pretty good fucking strength.
1: I also liked that they, they were smart enough, or at least, like, it was part of their plan that they don't just, like, turn everyone. So they were, like, once they were done feeding on someone, they would just, like, destroy them.
0: Yes. But, all, like, they pretty much drained them enough because the whole thing is, like, it didn't seem like it's an undead thing because the only people that could turn are the ones that are still alive yeah like it's if they're more dead like a virus they don't something. come back yeah it's not like certain vampires where it's like oh if they bit someone like and they die they come back after they're dead like it's like once you're dead you're dead to the point where like there's no traditional besides the sunlight you're not going to, like where's my holy water and cross it yeah. was like oh if you just shoot his face with the gun he's dead <laughs> he's not coming back so it's like oh bullets work fine you just have to know where to aim because some people yeah. just shoot them in like the chest and stuff and it didn't do shit. Whereas like you saw a dude blow half a fate, like half his face off and it's like, oh, he's gone. OK.
1: Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I did like that. Uh, the plan of the main characters at the end of the movie was like they took some blood out of one of the vampire bodies and just like the main character injected himself. So he became a vampire. So he was like strong enough to fight off. He, he kills the vampires. alpha yeah he kills the yeah. alpha and the
0: others back off and also the sun's coming up so they're like let's let's leave yeah yeah which they a bunch still survive like there's still some that survive which a, a, mm-hmm. a, like a good amount of them i want to say two-thirds of the vampires probably die but a third are still like alive and probably head back to the ship and you don't know if they're going to another place which i think there's like one or two directed dvd movies so you'd have to guess oh, maybe i wouldn't know I feel like then maybe those vampires are like the same ones in that. I never watched it, but I do know there's like a sequel. Wait, um, okay. Yeah. And and the cool thing about this too is like when they do take a couple of the people uh or when like the people are turning, like one dude just got scratched a couple times. Like it was just scratches. He took a while to turn and then he was, but he was still like sort of aware, I but he was like I'm really that. fucking thirsty. And then the other guy was actually the other cop. Mm. who killed his family because he was like, I don't want them to see this shit. And then he kills them and it's like, you coward. But he, uh, I think the vampire either bites him or like his, I think the vampire bites him and he turns much faster. Like the other guy lasted a good amount of time with the scratches, but this dude got bitten and you don't see him turning really yet. Like you don't see his eyes or his hands, but when he screams all of a sudden he's doing the vampire scream immediately. Like they had a crazy scream that uh, was another form of communication with them. It was like a,
1: ah! I was
0: I don't know how to yeah. describe it,
1: but huh. it was really cool, like a bat sonar I thing.
0: I yeah. Guess. So he did that, and then like yeah, he got decapitated after. But that's it was his blood that was drawn, uh, to use on uh Emmett or whatever his name was, to go fight that dude. But mm. I think what always interested me about that movie is it's such an interesting take not to mention like the really cool idea of utilizing alaska as like a a place of perpetual night like it reminds me also of like the strain when it's like oh we're gonna take away the sun and shit like that kind of thing yeah so i thought that was really really cool and yeah and cool movie uh, if you've never seen 30 days a night you should totally check it out i think it i watched it on hulu and it's probably gone by now i think that's why i rushed it with my friends i was going to save it for december i was like oh that's a perfect winter movie and i'm like ah oh, it's leaving in two days and i don't want to pay for it or get it through other means mm-hmm. so we'll just watch it now but yeah and then uh next up the haunting of hill house so this movie or this show this show we watched, actually, we watched what it was based on before James. Remember we went to the Balboa and watched The Haunting?
1: Oh, yeah. That's
0: what, that was the original version. Remember the walls are moving, like the there's something banging on the walls, the doors yeah. being opened. But this show, okay, this fucking show. I remember, I remember I was at Brandon Moncada's house and we had maybe finished Luke Cage. Or, I think we finished Iron Fist. We were watching one of the Marvel Netflix shows. It's either Iron Fist or Daredevil. And... We were like, well, what else is on Netflix? And I think Haunting of Hill House came out just recently. And I don't think Brandon can do scary movies because we proceed to start it. And it's like the very beginning. And now she's like, oh, the bent neck lady was here, blah, blah, blah. And the girl goes to sleep and the face comes up behind her in the very beginning. He sees that immediately turns it off and is like, no, fuck (laughs) no, I'm not doing this. And I'm like, oh, you're not going to watch it? He's like, no. And I'm like, okay. So I finally, uh, like literally two days ago, like binged the whole fucking show uh, and like finished like the last episode yesterday because I couldn't watch all of it in one day, but I almost attempted to. It was fucking crazy. But I watched the whole thing. And there are some really good moments of horror in this, like the way they yeah. sh- utilize the fucking hat guy with the cane, floating hat cane man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like one of the things I loved about this show, like, and it's been a while, so I don't remember all of the details, but I loved that there would be scenes where there's just like a ghost in the background, and they like never bring attention to it or anything. it's Just like it, yeah. if you if you notice it, it's just like oh shit, there's something there. Yeah, and then yeah, you already mentioned the bent like and neck lady, but like the the revelation that was when you so find sad. Out, that was they, yeah. When you find out to just was, despair. Yeah. That was just like, oh my god! Spoilers for the show that's been around for like. I mean, this everything's spo-
0: special, yeah. super spoilers for Halloween Kills that just came out. I'm gonna be spoiling the show uh, out yeah. of that.
1: But like the idea that like this girl who has been haunted by this like thing that's been scaring her since a child, is her when she died? Like she went back to the home and killed herself by like hanging herself by accident right yeah i forgot that was. it tricked accident.
0: her the house tricks her into doing it she thinks she's putting on a necklace
1: right she didn't yeah. want to kill
0: herself at all like it was literally and the so house fucking and just, just like her. the
1: the shot of like her continuously falling throughout like time like in, in going to like all the different times that she was scared by the bent neck lady and realizing like oh my god she was basically somehow haunting herself through time is like such an interesting twist that i never saw coming
0: also the fact that she's still alive as she's doing it. like yeah she's still and she's horrified because she's like i did this to myself i mean she didn't mean to do it but it's like yeah the like, house did that's it the thing like
1: she's so conscious as she's like a ghost now and she's just like realizes oh my god it was me the whole time is like uh, just this horrifying loop
0: yeah because it's like it's so sad because it's like the house fucked her up utilizing time travel, which is so yeah.
1: sad. Well, it's just the idea that like time isn't necessarily linear for the like, house, for the go- for ghosts or yeah. for the supernatural. And like, and yeah, the idea that the house just like was seemingly hungry for souls. It was interesting. Yeah. And
0: I really like the, the way they do utilize like it starts off slow. Because it does an episode per character, per family member. It's like, oh, first it's the oldest brother. It goes in line. It's like from oldest sibling to youngest sibling. And then the parents. And then back to the elders. Like, it it does like a whole thing with it. And it really is interesting by doing it. Because, like, you're getting different perspectives through the same events, possibly. You're getting uh, just different ghosts with each kid. Some kids don't see as much as others, like, uh, what, Sherry gets, like, the cats, which is horrifying. The kittens that, like, die. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Luke gets the fucking top hat man with the cane, as well as the goddamn zombie in the cellar. Uh... Oh, yeah, that was so weird. That
1: literally tears part of his
0: pajamas off, like, like, you see the part of his shirt ripped. Uh, who else? Theo sees the, um... Well, I guess Theo feels everything, not to mention she thinks, uh, at one point, uh, Nell is sleeping in bed with her and holding her hand. She's like, you're holding yeah. her hand too tight. And it's like, oh, that was a fucking ghost. Which that
1: that was like one of the more classic moments from that movie. That like, that's what that movie was like known for, that scene.
0: Yeah. And I did like, I looked at, because I went back to the haunting movie, looked at the IMDb. And you know how it's like all those random characters, none of them are related? Mm -hmm. A lot of them have the names of the characters in the show. Mm. Like Luke and Theo and stuff. Theo, I think, was the woman that could talk. They did that thing. In the movie, Theo was the woman that could... uh, She was like the uh, psychic or whatever. Yeah. And in this one, she has like a whole power with her hands where she could like feel and see things when she touches them. And, you know, poor Luke you really feel bad for luke because yeah. he's like a he's a heroin addict but it's not his fault he was fucked up from getting haunted Dude, to hell yeah
1: this show is like so like compelling but just sad so sad
0: yeah and it, it's really cool the way it works because i will say like the first half i just, it did it did scare me a bit i was like oh this is actually kind of freaky and then once you get to revelations and you get to explanations, it's just so emotional. Yeah, you, ju- you It goes from fear to just like, oh, I feel so bad. Like you, you don't. There's no more fear anymore, especially by the end of it, because like you see, everything that happened. Like you, re- everything gets revealed with the father. You find out everything the father did and why he did it, which you yeah. still won't. It still is wrong the way he did it when you look back because it's still the reason like the kids got fucked up if he didn't do it like Luke might not have been an addict um and like uh freaking what was this what was the oldest brother's name I already forgot oh uh, um, I don't remember but he you know he writes the book and they all get pissed off at him for writing the book because he feels like he's selling out his oh, family
1: yeah I forgot about that
0: yeah so like uh, Steve Stephen that's what his name was and they they do like all that kind of stuff. And maybe he wouldn't have written it like that. Or he wouldn't have, like, thrown his family overboard like that either. But it's, like, also, he he literally almost fucks up his own marriage because he thinks his family's crazy and he doesn't want to bring yeah. that DNA through it all. And it turns out it's, like, oh, no, you could have a kid. It's fine. Like, relax. And I love the revelation where it does fix it in the end for him. Where he's, like, I guess he gets her, like, a reverse vasectomy. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so that, that was at least good. But... It was sad when you find out because that ending uh, because not to dwell too much on the show itself. I don't like go want to go through every single point of it because like I I will say like the main things. I really love that even though Nell dies in her death, she becomes a ghost that starts haunting all of them and is trying to just get them all together. Like she's like, hey, you need to solve this, solve this for all of us because this is what fucked us all up. And to the point, I think the most like, cause she does it to all of them. She's like appearing there. Some don't literally believe what they're seeing. Whereas, like, with, uh, remember how, uh, Cheryl and Theo aren't, or like Cheryl won't talk to Theo. Like, Theo is trying to explain to her why she almost ran, wound up with her husband in like the downstairs and she's all pissed yeah, off about it.
1: Something like that.
0: Like uh, Nell literally was in the back of the car and does like the fucking ghost scream where she sticks her head up and is like,
1: oh, right. To force
0: the car stop. And that's when like Theo spills everything. And then like you even learn later that Sherry actually is probably the worst one (laughs) (laughs) because dude, it's crazy because you feel so like Sherry is treating her husband like shit. And then she's treating Theo like shit and she kind of treats everyone like shit. And then it turns out she cheated on her husband. And because of that, treats him like shit. When yeah. she thinks they almost had an affair, which they weren't. And it was just Theo literally feeling nothing because the ghosts were fucking with her so badly that she literally felt numb to life. But uh, you like find it like later, then she's like, hey, I may have fucked up a bit. And you're just like, wow, you fucking suck, dude. But the ending with the father how they're stuck in that red room and the only way to get them out yeah, is he like has to room. the it the house takes his wife like uh olivia she gets turned by the house over time and it doesn't help that like you know one of the ghosts was that um starlet girl who had like the old timey outfit she was like yeah. a redhead, and she turns her like, she's basically feeding lies into her head. Like, hey, you know, blah, blah. She, she's one of the ghosts there, and she's, like, bad, but she's also just kind of, like, an asshole more than anything. <laughs> she's not, like, evil. But uh, Olivia doesn't want to let go of them because of the whole thing with family. It's like, you know, they'll be here, they'll be safe, they'll be with us, and the whole thing is, like, it's also a, a metaphor, or like, I guess a metaphor of just, like, you know, you got to let your family go. You got to let yeah. them live their lives, and the father trades his life. By like I guess overdosing on his medication.
1: Yeah, I I remember something like that. Like he had to stay. Like I, they kind of got to be a family, on while dead a little bit, <laughs> but like not all the, the family was dead.
0: Yeah, well, it ends with him like when they're leaving because they save Luke's life. Like Luke was gonna die. Yeah, that's and what it was. then uh, Nell appears in front of all of them as a ghost and like saves him. And, like, they make it out, but as they're getting out, only um, Steve sees what the others don't, because they're so busy with Luke that they don't see, even though their dad is right there, that he's actually already a ghost and their dad's dead on the ground. And only uh, Steve sees it, and that's why he stays with, like, you know, they take Luke to the hospital, Steve stays with, the, with uh, their dad, and then he goes back inside the house and right. learns everything, and he's like, oh, my God. And they crazy, I, that was the crazy ending for the Red Room because it ends with like their parents plus Nell just embracing at the end and then the door closing. And you get like the whole um, explanation from the Dudleys, the caretakers, like with the daughter and why the house doesn't get burnt down. That was so sad. It was like, oh my God, like the the only remember. way for them. Yeah, the because the, remember the daughter gets killed by the rat poison? They're like, oh yeah, my friend's Abigail. And they're oh, like, right, she doesn't yeah, exist
1: it was the only place for them to see their daughter again
0: yeah because she's trapped in the house now once they if you die in the house you become part of the house yeah and so they keep coming back there to see her because that's the only way they can spend the time with her to the point where it's crazy when they're older before the before the family comes back uh to like deal with all this shit uh i forget the
1: wasn't there a scene where they they were like desperately trying to get their child like two like she was dying someone was no, dying no, mrs they- dudley was dying and right Mr. dudley
0: gets her there in time so she dies in the house and he sees her with their unborn child yeah alive or as a ghost and then the daughter's there too and he's like crying because he's like oh my god they're together yeah, like,
1: th- thank god i got her here in time or whatever. yeah
0: and he'll probably it's supposed to be you know he probably died there too and then they're a family together yeah and that part was
1: so oh my god it was so sweet yeah, it- for like a show that starts off is, with such a creepy tone, it's interesting how it goes to like by the end, just such bittersweet moments.
0: Yes, and it's crazy too because like the you know they fought, they probably find out later, oh dad's dead, but yeah. like only one, only the oldest knows, and then like they proceed to then finally live their lives and also come together as a family because they're all separate. So like they have yeah. all been reunited, and it's honestly really sweet, but uh. I did love the ending of Steve just leaving the house and he can see everything in it and he sees all the ghosts there mm-hmm. and they just leave and I love that because it's the whole Wasn't thing. Wasn't he of... like
1: the skeptic? Like wh-
0: Yes. That's why yeah. when they're going there his dad's like it hates you most of all because you never got you never saw anything and you wrote that book and everything else. So you're like it's main enemy more than anything yeah. else. But I think uh, what was really cool, like, I mean, obviously by the end of it, you see they come to an understanding and the house doesn't fight them anymore, but I love that the house has all these different spirits and- And it's like,
1: kind of conscious.
0: Yeah, and all the spirits are different though. Like, one's an old lady that's just like, oh, you shouldn't trust the other ghost. She's just a liar and she's trying to fuck with you. Yeah. And like, there's just one dude who's just fucking Top Hat Man looking at you. And I guess if you don't acknowledge him, he'll walk away and be like, oh, okay, whatever. And there's a fucking hellhound that's running around and shit. And it's just a giant ghost dog fucking around. Yeah. So it's like, it's very cool where potentially it's like, you won't necessarily get killed by it. It's like, it could be nice to you. Or it could be an asshole to you. Or if you just see ghosts, it's like, well, they're just ghosts being ghosts. It's it's like it could go any ways with you. It could be threatening. It could be fine. It, it's just so hard to say how it's going to go. But I, I really did love the premise for it. So really cool show, honestly. I yeah. did like how they they really do make you feel like it takes the fear away. And you just, you're more just feeling at the end. You're just like, oh, man, I just feel a lot right now. Yeah, for sure. It does make me want to go watch a... Haunting of Bly Manor now.
1: Yeah, um, I th- I think overall I enjoyed uh, Hill House better than Bly Manor, but I still very much enjoyed Bly Manor. For sure.
0: I-, I think the only thing was, like, it took a while to get where I wanted to get with the show. Yeah. Like, because sure. it's so much set up. It takes forever because you're getting each perspective. And then finally you're like, oh, here we go. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. Final thing. Halloween Kills. I watched it in the theater last night. If I could sum up this movie very fast, <laughs> it's literally... It's. I can easily use fucking SpongeBob memes for this one. For it's real? just yeah. It's just the town going. I say we tip something over. <laughs> ah, now what? Get the lifeguard. That's the movie in one fucking. It's literally the citizens of the Bikini Bottom tipping over the lifeguard tower, and then going get the lifeguard. That's that's Weird. the movie.
1: So. So yeah, just it, like people start going after random things in this movie so the town that you know the town
0: Haddonfield that michael myers fucked with for like ever uh is like yeah michael's been gone for like 40 years fuck that guy and they bring back a bunch of the cast from the very first movie uh they bring back like this kid who is a teenager that michael didn't kill and they bring back like the woman who is uh driving the car that he, I guess, escaped... He was, she was, like, a nurse that was either from the asylum or something, but she was working with Dr. Loomis, and she survives. And then they have the two kids, uh, the little girl and then this boy that Lori, uh Jimmy Lee Curtis's character was babysitting in the original film. Or, like, she... The two little kids that run away. And all four are, like, adults. Some are older than others, of course, but they're, like, old because they're all, like, Lori's age and stuff. But... Uh, Michael in 2018, the movie ends with him like supposed to die in this burning building, and then the firefighters fucking go to take like basically stop the fire, and he gets out. He proceeds to kill all of them. Like it's <laughs> crazy because he kills two in the house. He comes out of the house and they see him and they're like, "Oh fuck, this guy's got like a a, a fucking spear, th- uh, like a the he got a knife. <laughs> he got he got a giant thing that pokey gonna poke them to death with it." And so they got axes. One's got a jaws of life and stuff. (laughs) And they're like, let's get him. And he proceeds to kill all of the firemen. And even like the dude with the jaws of life comes at him. He's able to catch it and brings it into the dude and kills him. with (laughs) So the cops get to a scene with all these dismembered firemen. And you're just like, well, he's out there again. He proceeds to like kill on his way back to Haddonfield. Like he's just leaving a trail of bodies pretty much. But he's going and back to the... Uh, the town. Where his, no, where his, uh, his house was.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So everyone finds out. And the dude who was the little kid that was babysat, the young guy who's... I mean, like, the, who's the little boy who's now, like, a grown-ass man who's old, is like, evil dies tonight! <laughs> and everyone's like, evil dies tonight! So he starts creating posses of people to round up Michael who are not basically with the lot all and then the lot and them are like at one point arguing and shit at the hospital it's like a fucking fuck fest because it's like bodies are coming in victims are coming in and people are like oh my god what's happening and the hospital is like insane lori just had surgery because she almost died and they have like another officer who's hawkins who like finds some shit out uh, almost died too in the first one also or in the the last one and uh it's crazy because one other dude from the asylum was with michael when he broke out and he's just running around like i'm scared i'm from an asylum i don't know what the fuck's going on and they're like it's michael myers without the mask and it's like Uh all right this dude is shorter and tubbier
1: yeah and has longer
0: hair and he says help me and you proceed (laughs) to fucking he's in the hospital. The people proceed to chase him up the floors, attempting to kill him until Lori's daughter. So, like, there's three strode generations here. You have Lori, Jamie Lee Curtis, you have her daughter, and you have her granddaughter. The daughter is, uh, r- like, running up the stairs ahead of everyone else and trying She, like, locks doors on both sides of this hallway with him in it so they can't get to him. She's trying to, because she's like, I know what he look like, I know that's not him. And she's trying to, like, save the sky. And they proceed to still try to break the windows. They, they aren't listening to anything. They're just, like, running up the stairs going, Evil dies tonight! Evil dies tonight! And the dude is so scared, he proceeds to take a fire extinguisher, break open the window of the hospital, and jump to his death. Oh, my God. So they literally killed a dude from an asylum. And we like, whoops. <laughs> we didn't know. And it's like, I feel like, we tried to tell you. And you have people that are in such fucking rage panic mode. Uh, they're like knocking people over like the daughter literally gets like knocked down twice once by like a doctor who like knocks her out of the way and all this other shit. And you're just like, oh, my God, it's you're you're, you're lose. It's like full on mob sheep mentality. Like hmm. they're all you're watching a, a town of literally I, I'm sorry, but literally fucking stupid people <laughs> who are so basic in following terms that they just follow a crowd to attempt to murder a guy that you know nothing about, where they're like, oh, what's well, Michael Myers? He's a tall guy in a white mask. Who are we chasing? It's some short, tubby guy with long hair. Yeah, must be him. Thing.
1: Michael Myers is known for being very tall. <laughs> so even without the mask, I feel like you would recognize that it's not him. Also, the way
0: this movie is edited and shot sometimes feels so weird compared to like mm. the other movies. It's just like it feels so sudden sometimes and it gets it's it gets really stupid crazy where uh at the end they like catch him and like she he he kills the nurse from back then so the flashback nurse is killed there's an officer who was like the sheriff or head officer back then uh there's him there's the girl that was babysat and stuff she tries like it's like um This doctor and a nurse who are for Halloween playing a doctor and a nurse. So the nurse is a doctor and the the doctor is a nurse. Uh, Them, the nurse woman who's old now and the girl that was babysat that's older now try to fight Michael the first time. And Michael kills three of them. The girl that was babysat who's older now gets away. And the three that he kills, he has the Halloween three masks. I forget where he gets them. But they all get the masks put on them. So it's a really good little, like, tribute to Halloween 3, season of the Witch, which was really cool. If you ever watched, mm-hmm. guys, you should watch that. It's like a... It's not... Some people will say it's really bad, but it's really fucking... It's got a very, very big cult following. I, it's probably my favorite Halloween movie, too. It's got Irish witches. It's a Celtic Celtic magic bullshit movie. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Carpenter did a good job with it, honestly. But uh, it, it happens where the granddaughter the guy who was the teenager that michael let live in the first the original movie uh and his son go after michael in the house after he kills like this gay couple that's there and the dad goes in and it's like you guys stay here they hear gunshot and they go in after turns out he's already fucking dead michael got him pretty fast and you're like well I'll, that damn he lets him <laughs> live the first time and now the dude's just already done and stuffed it in a fucking attic hanging out there uh, he takes the son and beats the living shit to him till he's fucking dead, like literally crushing his neck against us, like the you know, like you could put your head through like the stairway fence type thing in, yeah. in like a stairwell. You just keep he's like running it through the rail, just like uh, uh, and the kid's like, uh-huh. it's great, it's fucking hilarious. But the granddaughter survives somehow, and I honestly kind of wish she died because she was fucking stupid too. Like they. Her and the boy, so think of the, I guess, like the, the son and the granddaughter, they, they both go up there, and they separate, go into different rooms, and she sees one dead guy, proceeds to put her shotgun down, and starts pulling the knives out of him, being like, oh, no, and just looking at him. So he proceeds to then go by himself, looks up, sees his dad in the attic, and is just like, oh, my God, my dad's dead and hanging from this attic. Michael pops out of the closet, runs at him, And if they both had been together, imagine a shotgun and a handgun together hitting this dude, probably knocking him the fuck back. But instead, this kid doesn't even get a chance to shoot. And Michael basically makes quick work of him. She runs out there and he's already there. So he like pretty much like stops her from stopping him. And she like almost breaks her leg, but she like gets away. And then the mom, her mom gets there. So Lori's daughter. And she, like, takes off his mask and is like, you want your mask? Follow me, motherfucker. And leads him into the ma- the mob. <laughs> so then the mob's like, what's up, you piece of shit? And it's like uh, the boy that was the, the guy who was the, uh, the little boy has the whole mob there. And the sheriff's that old, like, sheriff that survived, too, is there. And they all start beating the shit out of him. They start shooting him. They start stabbing him. And he's, like, down and out. And they're like, cool, we did it. And it flashes back to the hospital where Lori Lori's in the hospital the whole time. It's supposed to be like she's down and out until the next movie. And she's like, that's the thing. Like, the more he kills, the, the more powerful he becomes. And the less, like, your standard stuff won't work on him anymore. And he proceeds to get up and just starts killing everyone there. The whole, like, mob of people that were, like, beating the shit out of them are now all dying. Including, like, the old sheriff guy uh the guy who was the little boy are all fucking dead and they keep talking about like uh they had a flashback before where this cop actually was used to go to michael's house and they'd play together when they were kids Mm -hmm. and he was like he was so weird he'd always stand in his sister's room and just look out the window and uh the mom looks up at like thinks about it and she looks up and she sees like the little version of michael in the window and just goes up and goes to look out there and somehow Michael had gone through the back of the house, shows up there, and kills her, and then the movie ends. And you're like, well, there goes one generation. Now it's just Lori and her granddaughter, which honestly kind of sucked because the mom was actually smarter than the rest of them, it felt like, but. Weird. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a whole thing. It, it's a fun, it's a fun movie. It's just stupid. It's stupid fun. Yeah, I was about
1: to say it doesn't seem super focused. <laughs> no, it, 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 one, it's just it's,
0: it's very chaotic. It's a very chaotic mm. movie for sure. Um, I I would say if you watch 2018, keep watching. Like it's a trilogy and it's supposed to end. And you're like, Jimmy Clear ain't getting younger, so you don't yeah, really yeah, yeah. like. You can't keep making more of these movies, like. I think the last one's called. Oh, not Halloween. with her now. No, and it's like the last one is. I think it's called Halloween Ends. So it's oh, supposed to be the finish okay. where they officially kill him. Potentially, uh, what the way it sounds like is Lori is like uh, the only way it works is if they both die together.
1: Mm, okay. So
0: that's like foreshadowing, I guess, to how it's supposed to wind up, where most likely, uh, her and this old other cop. Hawkins are probably gonna be the two to face him and die and then the one that probably will live is gonna be the granddaughter even though she's probably the stupidest one (laughs) so it's hard to say uh what's gonna happen but I don't know they feel they, they just feel very crazy like they're just very off rails but yeah if you're a fan of Halloween go watch it for sure uh it's entertaining to say the least at least it's very gory prepare for some gore. i, I saw it in theaters i was surprised how many kids were in the theater i was oh like why God. are there kids in the theater why would you bring your kid to all these Halloween fucking families movie. with their kids and i'm just like well okay <laughs> i guess they get to watch and they <laughs> got to see something <laughs> some fucking crazy shit but all right whatever you know i'm sure why it's not? great for nine-year-olds <laughs> yeah who cares But yeah, that was Halloween Kills, and uh, that's all the horror movies. I think uh, we've covered everything, right?
1: Yeah. All
0: right, guys. So that has been Super Side Talk. Uh, Big thing next week is Extra Life. So I'm not sure if I'll be doing it or not um, this year. I think I will be, but uh, I just haven't had time to prep for it at all. So I don't know what games I'm going to be playing. I don't know what time I'm going to be starting, but just keep uh, keep an eye out. Uh, I'll be, of course, be I'll be on Twitch at check out Twitch. GogoComzilla, and you'll find me there. I only usually stream only for Extra Life once a year. There's been a couple instances where I've streamed besides that, but it was more on request than anything. Uh, I if I do it, it will for sure, of course, be 24 hours. I won't just do like, oh yeah, here's 10 hours of me playing. Like I'll, I'll go 24 fucking hours, and of course, all the proceeds. We'll go to uh, the, probably our local hospital, which is the UCSF Benioff Children's Hospital. Uh, but yeah, check that out if it does happen. I believe game day is October or not October, uh, November seventh. So it'll be exactly in one week, either a Saturday or Sunday. I'll start, but I'll I'll keep I'll keep like announcements up for exact times and dates when I, if I actually do it. Uh, check out on Instagram and Twitter, Sutra Side Talk. That's where I'll probably be announcing it, of course, because we do not I don't think there's any more, besides this show, there's nothing uh, coming out next week. So there won't be like other shows to announce it in. So uh, yeah, check out Instagram, Twitter, uh, my own Twitter, at gogocomzilla, I'll also probably announce it as well, and on uh, my Instagram, at killashush. And of course, you can follow James on Twitter, at invadergem124, and, uh, of course, you can subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening on. And if it's Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. That would really help us out. We're also on TikTok at Talk. I, I did one video again so far. Like uh, I'm getting back into it again. I should have more this week. But uh, I have jumped back on, at least, for that kind of thing. And we will catch you guys next week. I think, uh, James, next week we want to do um, Godzilla singular point. Ooh, yeah, we can finally get to that. Yeah, let's finally knock that out. So that'll be great. But uh, yeah, it, we'll figure out when we're going to record because I got to make sure it's not, of course, during the Extra Life stuff. So we'll yeah. probably do it before that, uh, probably a day or so before that, and I'll edit and have it done so I don't have to worry about it because I'll be asleep probably for like 15 hours afterwards. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But all right, guys, we will catch you next week. And please tune into Extra Life uh, on Twitch. Gogo go, comzilla if I am doing it. Until then, have a great Halloween and Dia de los Muertos. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening.